Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Sunday Morning Alive, a Sunday morning sermon, if you please, right here on our website. Thank you for coming. Amen. Thank you for gathering with us around the Word of God. You know, we are, we're admonished and, and really commanded in the New Covenant to forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but much more as we see the day approaching. We are not children of the night in another portion of Scripture that that day would overtake us as a thief. Jesus taught to, to beware lest our hearts be caught up in surfeiting, drunkenness, and the cares of this life that that day come upon us as a thief. Today, we want to be ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we want to be ready to escape the wrath to come in the great tribulation. Oh, friend, today is a day to draw near to the Lord and to keep our trust in Him. We have a great promise of protection from our God. One of His great provisions for us is protection. And that protection is so important in this very dangerous, dangerous day. Not just from physical harm, as we see the murder and the, and the killing all around us, but, but also from the spiritual harm that comes when the enemy comes against us in so many different ways and circumstances try to lie to us and tell us that God is not for us and God is not with us and God has forsaken us. And I want you to know nothing could be further from the truth today. And we need to hide ourselves under the under the covert of His wings. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have a message today from the Word of God. God, our shield. God, our shield. God, our shield. Now, when I say shield, many people, New Covenant believers in particular, think of Ephesians 6, where it says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but powers, principalities, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. As the armor is listed, it gets down to the shield of faith, and it says, And above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith you will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. All of his intentions to do us harm, to do us evil. The shield of faith. Now I want to define that shield of faith not as a force within us, but a father who is for us. I want to say that again. I want to define the shield of faith. I've heard it called a force within us. It's almost like mysticism. You read the promises, you read the Bible, you read the word of God because faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. But friend of mine, the Word of God doesn't just magically or mystically or mysteriously create a force called faith as we read it. The Word of God is pointing to a person. It is a revelation of God. It is a revelation of God through Jesus Christ that we might know our God and through that knowledge put our trust in 
him. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, I believe the shield of faith not to be a force that is developed within us, but an, a knowledge of God that causes us to trust in Him. I love that Old Testament scripture in, in, in the Psalms where it says, How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! Therefore, the sons of men put their trust in Him. If there is a word that helps us understand New Testament faith, it has to be the word trust in the Old Covenant. They that trust the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed. Glory to God. Why? Because God is keeping us. God is protecting us. God is shielding us. I, I want, I want to read a, 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 a Psalm 3, a youth, that we might familiarize ourselves with this, this trusting God and through that trust in Him, finding ourselves protected by Him. The Old Testament says some trust in horses, some in chariots, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I want to get away from that that causes us to have faith in our faith instead of faith in our God. Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. My glory and the lifter of my head. That's Psalm 3 and verse 3. Going to read it again. But thou, you see the focus of our faith is not our faith that has developed within us. But it's our God who is protecting us. Who is a shield for us. Who covers us with a covering of his spirit. Praise God. But thou, O God, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. Amen. Let me read the context for that in Psalm 3. By the way, uh, I'm going to mention certain people that I know this is especially important and relevant to. Sister Rose Taylor today, this is a song that you love uh, to hear and you love to sing because it was put to music. Because the Lord has become a shield to you and to your husband, my, my associate minister, Brother Taylor, listen today, and all of God's children. This is part of his covenant. Watch care over his people. They put their trust in him and he shielded them. Praise God. I want to say that again. They put their trust in him and he shielded them. Glory to God. Let me just read you some scriptures about that before I read the context. Psalm eighteen twenty nine said God is a buckler, literally a shield here to all those who trust in him. See, the focus of our faith is not faith in our faith, but faith in our God and his faithfulness to keep us. Dear friend of mine, faith in your faith. If your faith wavers, faith in your faith will waver and fail. Faith in the faithfulness of God will never, ever, ever fail. Hallelujah. Psalm 5 and 12, it said, For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. 
See, being right with God means that, that, that He it is that will fight our battles. Yes, we fight the good fight of faith, but make no mistake about it, it is God's power. It is God's protection. It is God's provision for us that gives us the victory over our enemy. Praise God. Psalm 91 and verse 4, with all the blessings of, of victory and deliverance in Psalm 91, He, once again the focus is God, shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings thou shalt trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Glory be to God. Amen. Psalm 18.2. Do you have on shouting shoes? Do you own a pair? If you don't, get a pair because you're going to need shouting shoes with promises and provisions like this. In this fearful time, to live with confidence and consolation will mark you as one who is trusting in a God who keeps us through these storms of life. Psalm 18.2 The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. Praise God. Where horn is used is talking about power. The power that delivers me, the power that keeps me is not the force of my faith. It is the person who is faithful to me. A God who is omnipotent, all-powerful. This all-powerful God is the God who is keeping you and is keeping me. And I'm going to tell you, the Bible said, He that keepeth Israel never slumbers, and he never sleeps. Praise God. Said he would keep us as the apple of his eye. Praise the Lord. Amen. Psalm 28 in verse 7, it says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trust, and I am helped. My heart exults, and with my soul, I will, with my song rather, I will give thanks unto him. Praise the Lord. Let's put it in context. I believe the shield of faith is not faith in our faith, but faith in our God and his faithfulness. Listen to Psalm 3. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. (laughs) Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Selah. Think about all the people who who do not believe that that you having being a Christian and trusting in God is going to do anything for you. A lot of people are rising up and trying to discredit and discount our faith in our God. But listen to verse three, this confession of faith and truth. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. He heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down and slept, and I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. What's he talking about? Well, this psalm was written when he was fleeing from Absalom, his son who had risen up 
and decided to assassinate and kill his own father and take his throne. And he had built an army out of many of David's own countrymen that followed him in this coup to overthrow him and destroy him and take over his throne and government. And David said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. He heard me out of his holy hill. But before he could have that assurance, he made a a confession of his understanding of God's watch care over him. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. I laid me down and slept. I awake. The enemy didn't come upon him in the night and, and find him and destroy him. Why? For the Lord sustained me. Listen, my faith did not sustain me except it is in the Lord. And when the victory comes, my faith must not get the credit, but my God gets the credit. The means of that victory comes through Him. My faith has to operate to receive that blessing, but it's faith in His faithfulness, not in my own ability and resolve to believe. Amen. Listen to verse 6. I'll not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. <laughs> thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord, and thy blessing is upon thy people. Thy blessing is upon thy people. I want to read Psalm 512 again. It says, For you bless the righteous, O Lord, you cover him with favor as with a shield. You see, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. He adds no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord is not about how many things you can acquire, how much stuff you can get by by naming it and claiming it, if you please. The blessing of the Lord is His favor upon our life. Because if God be for us, hallelujah, who can be against us? Why? Because if God is for us, His blessing is on us, and He has committed to defend us. In essence, He has become a shield for us, our glory. And when we are despondent and we are discouraged and when we are cast down, He is the lifter of our head. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Praise God. In the time of trouble, we need to claim and proclaim the blessing. Amen. You're hearing a lot today because of COVID and world conditions and end time, a perilous times. You're hearing that song, the blessing, the ironic blessing, which God spoke and, and told him to say unto Israel, the Lord bless thee. Listen, the Lord keep thee. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord lift his countenance upon thee, make his face to shine upon thee and give thee peace. Praise God. I laid me down and slept with this threat hanging over me. Why? Because he saw God and knew God as one who would protect him. 
and therefore be the lifter of his head and keep him. Praise God. One translation of verse 3 reads, Lord, you're the one that lifts my head high. And Jameis, Fawcett, and Brown puts it this way. In the, in the midst, in, and, and in the, David, in the midst of, and in great distress, with filial confidence, implores God, and anticipating relief, offers praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. He knew God well enough to trust him. And that's why it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yes, the word of God gives us promises to believe and to stand upon. But the source of faith is not the promise. It's the person who made it. I'm going to tell you right now, the promise is only as good as the person's integrity who made the promise. And I'm going to tell you, we need to look to the person that is revealed as the source of our faith being built up in the new covenant. Praise God. God is our refuge. God is our, our refuge. Psalm 46, 1. The reason we, we will not be afraid of all of these cataclysmic events that are looming over us. Amen. <laughs> we will not be afraid. Why? Because God is our refuge and God is our strength. God is our rock. God is our shield. The focus of faith is always, has always been the Lord. Hallelujah. Looking, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. We've taken the word of God and, and, and left out Jesus, uh, pushed out Jesus, just the word, the word, the word. Well, listen, without Jesus, without Jesus, we, we have promises without a person that is committed to keep them. We have promises without a person to actually come and help us, without a person who comes and heals us. The prayer of faith will save the sick, but it is the person, it is the Lord who raises them up. We pray, we anoint with oil. Jesus does the work, <laughs> and Jesus gets the glory. Can I have an amen in this audience today? When I say, see, taking the shield of faith, I see God as my shield and my buckler today. Amen. So, James Fawcett Brown, an old and trusted uh, uh, commentary on Scripture, comments on, Lord, you are the one who lifts my head high. He says, David, in great distress, with confidence, implores God's aid and anticipating relief. He's already, because God is a shield for him, he's already praising God. Hallelujah. He's already honoring God. He's already glorifying God before the answer comes. David had indeed an enemy without, but David was no stranger to facing overwhelming giants and armies. This was, a, this was no Philistine giant nor mighty army. This was his own son, and an army that followed him was David's own countrymen. 
David now had a greater threat, heartache and heartbreak, discouragement and despondency. Listen carefully, because this is crucial to victory. In order to defeat the enemy without, he must first and we must first defeat the enemy within. And David looks to God as the shield that he needed from this and the lifter, therefore, of his head or the one who gives him hope. Hallelujah. Or as one commentary reads, lifts me from despondency. Despondency means dejection, hopelessness. I like the way that Matthew Henry uh, uh, expounds on this. Another great commentary. He said, Absalom formed a conspiracy against David to take away not only his crown, but his life. And David was now in great grief. And in his flight, while he was running for cover to hide, he went up to the Mount of Olives. He wept greatly with his head covered, marching barefoot. He wept and prayed, but he wept and sang, wept and believed. There's great truth unfolding here. While being emotionally shattered by a circumstance, one can still exercise faith in our heart. I want to say that now this is not Matthew Henry. This is Robert Venable here. But I want to say this. This is coming from this statement. While 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 being emotionally shattered by a circumstance, we can still exercise faith in our heart. Praise God. Listen, friend of mine, you may be cast down and you may feel like therefore therefore you can't exercise your faith. But if your faith is in God's faithfulness, he is a shield about you. He is your glory and he is the lifter of your head. Glory to God. He will help you to believe. He will encourage you to believe. He he won't he won't draw back and say, Well, you don't have enough faith, you know, just tough it out. No, he doesn't say that to us. Amen. I, I love I love the New Testament situation where a man who had a, a son who was demon possessed, who if he got near a fire, he jumped right in the fire and they had to yank him out and, and, and put the fire out. He had suicidal tendencies that was controlling him, not not just because of his despondency and discouragement, but actual possession from the devil himself. Listen, he brought his son to the disciples and they could not because cast out the devil at that point in time. And they talked to Jesus about that, and he told them what they needed to do to have the faith, uh, to believe, and and to, to see that authority work in and through them to help others. So he finally brought him to Jesus, and already he didn't know now, is there any hope? Is there any power over this thing that's in my son, this thing that's that's possessing him? And he comes to Jesus and Jesus said, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And he said, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. I believe. I have doubts. Doubt is different from 
unbelief. Unbelief is a willing choice not to believe. Doubt is I'm trying to believe but having a struggle with it. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, God will help you with doubt. God will help you with discouragement. David was filled with grief, but he said, because you're a shield for me, not just from an enemy without, but this enemy within of discouragement and despondency, you are my glory and you are the lifter of my head. Oh, take the shield of faith today. (laughs) Hallelujah. And wherewith ye shall quench all the fiery darts, those flaming arrows meant to harm you, destroy you, and every one of them will fail to harm you. Why? Because God is a shield about us, our glory and the lifter of our head. Hallelujah. Oh, dear friend of mine, there is victory in Jesus today, but it's in Jesus, in Jesus. They that trust in the Lord will be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed. For as the mountains are round about Jerusalem, the Lord is round about his people to deliver them. Praise God. See, God is our protector, our rock, our fortress, Glory be to God. I, I love, I love that, uh, that song that says a mighty fortress is our God. I, I can't read this psalm without being reminded of Martin Luther's great hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. To keep our trust in Him, our focus in Him, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. A mighty fortress is our God, the verse says, a bulwark, never failing. Our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth, on earth is not his equal. Did we in our own strength confide, our striving would be losing. Were not the right man on our side, a man of God's own choosing. Hallelujah. Dost ask who that may be, Christ Jesus. It is he. See, he is the one that said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll go with you, and lo, I am with you always. Our shield, you see. Hallelujah. Our our Jesus, it is He. Lord Sabbath is His name, from age to age the same. And He must win the battle. I love that scripture when when Israel is in great distress because of the threat of their enemy. And, and, and the prophet stands up and say, thou shalt not have to fight in this battle, for the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. God has taken up the battle because he is a bulwark and a fortress and our covering. Hallelujah. I love it when 
God steps in and takes up the battle. We fight the good fight of faith. Our faith is in Him. He wins the battle. He gets the glory. We get the victory. He gets the glory. Hallelujah. I was, I want to say that again. We get the victory because He grants it to us, but He gets the glory. Verse three. And though this world with devils filled would threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God hath willed His truth to triumph through us. Praise God. His truth to conquer through us. Psalm 91 and 4, many people quoting, praying Psalm 91 because of the plague that shall not come nigh thy dwelling or the pestilence and the, the arrow that flieth by day and the reason for it. He shall cover thee with his feathers, Psalm 91, 4, and under his wings shalt thou trust his truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler praise god i'm going to read verse three of uh, of, of this great hymn again and though this world with devils filled would threaten to undo us we will not fear for god hath willed his truth to triumph through us the prince of darkness grim we tremble not for him his rage we can endure, for lo, his doom is sure. One little word shall fail him. One little word shall fail him. I believe that one word is a name, and it's the name above every name, and it is the name of Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus, we used to sing. In the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan will have to flee. Hallelujah. Praise God. Today, in the name of Jesus, we go into battle under his banner. We fight the good fight of faith for our faith is in the faithfulness of god to keep us even when it looks like the enemy has surrounded us <laughs> hallelujah amen our god is for us and because he is for us he is with us today and we will win this battle because god is our refuge God is our fortress, according to Psalm 46, a very present or literally an ever-present help. He de we don't have to get him to come to us. He has committed himself in the new covenant to be with us and to never, ever, ever leave us nor forsake us. Praise God. I, I've been in ministry now and therefore a target of the enemy for bringing the word of God, teaching and preaching the word of God, praying the prayer of faith. Amen. For, for 47, 48 years now. Uh, actually, I've been in ministry closer to 50 years because I was a pastor before I came to pastor this particular ministry and be the president director of it. All of these years, almost 
50 years of my life, the enemy has threatened to undo it. He has come against it. He has never let up. He's come against my family. He's come against me. He's tried to afflict us. He's tried to destroy us. He's done everything in his power. And if God had not been a shield for me, if he had not been my glory, my rock, and the lifter of my head in those times of deep discouragement, I would not be bringing this message to you today. But I declare unto you, there is victory in Jesus Christ today. It's in his name that we fight the good fight of faith. Praise God. So Christian, I pray that you will lift up your head. I pray you will trust in God and He will lift up your head. And He will become your glory because He is your shield in the time of trouble, in the time of attack of the enemy, in the time of circumstances when when your own emotions become an enemy of your faith. He is faithful. He is faithful. Put your faith your trust in His faithfulness to you because He will surely deliver you. He will set you free. If you continue in my word, Jesus said, you'll know the truth, this great truth among many others. And that truth will make you free in Jesus' name today. If you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, there's a truth today concerning you. The Bible said that you are without hope and without God in the world. You don't have this shield. You don't have this hope that His promise of help grants and gives to us in these faulty bodies, in this fallen world, with this formidable foe. The enemy who threatens to destroy, who intends to destroy, not only physically and mentally and emotionally, but spiritually. Who wants to take us to hell with him. But Jesus wants to take us to heaven with him. To be with him, reign with him forever and ever age without end. Don't run from this refuge today. Don't run from the one who says, Come to me. Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, and I will give you rest. You will find rest, for I'm meek and lowly in spirit, and you will find rest for your soul. Oh, friend, you don't have to use that needle today. You don't have to take that pill today. You don't have to take that drink today. Come to Christ. He will give you peace. He will give you hope. And God will become a shield about you, your glory, and the lifter of your head. In Jesus' name.